This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. And I hope I'm answering your question correctly. One of the things I hope to achieve with with my session generally is to not talk too much, but actually have the conversations within the session. So have people from all these parts of the world say, give their take and say, oh, this is the point we're at. This is what we're doing. This is what we're not doing. This is how we can, you know, do this in our country, um, you know, and have people from different countries do pretty much do the same. And on the other end, I think like climate change is not, um, and, and this is to answer the first question, right? As much as Africa might be the most vulnerable continent, like it's a global phenomenon. There's no part of the world that is exempted from the whole mix. The goal is not to try to say, oh yeah, let's solve the problem for Africa. The goal is to try to actually solve the problem, like solve the climate change problem. Exactly. Yeah, but bring to cognizance, the, the cognizance of Africans that who might not see it to be a big deal, that there's actually a global phenomenon and it, it's the climate change. And we're probably the least, I wouldn't say aware, but, you know, we should have more conversations about it. We probably have the least amount of conversations about climate change down here. So yeah. we want to do that to get at par so that now we're better positioned to solve the global crisis. To start with, I think the first thing that that has done to me is like, just put put it somewhere in my head that is actually possible to, like, it's possible to, to actually make a change that there are people that care and they don't just care by, by words. They actually do care and they show that they care. And caring on you know on a level that i mean everything gets supported right like the amount of support the amount of good energy the amount of you know care and selflessness and leadership that goes on is is just amazing i mean it's incredible that people can get organized at this level to you know, to make this kind of change or for this kind of cause. So that definitely changed something in my mind and say like, actually, this is possible. And if people are doing this with this level of dedication, then um, then that's, that's actually a great thing. And so it filled me with hope and, you know, generally that, okay, things are actually possible. And I've learned a lot. That's another thing from everyone. And, you know, um, with every podcast we record with every um with every voice acting that i do with the kids podcast with everything there's just always something new to learn there's always someone new to make friends with and and that's really great um i mean i know the second part of your question is like where do i see myself you know having been a part of the community for for a while now and i think that would be um like i i see myself being an I mean, there's there's a lot of things around around that part, but as far as you know, this context goes, I see myself being a, you know, a better person and someone that is able to make 
other people also care, like not just me caring, but, you know, having to make other people care and start to take steps that, you know, that help, uh, that help in this regard. So, which is part of why I wanted to get the Carbon Almanac to as many African countries as, as possible. And um, look where it got me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just keep going. Got me, got, I actually said that like, oh, you know, more like this actually got me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're cheering yeah. you on. As far as that goes, I would say one of the tools, so to say, would be actually having conversations. And that's the first one. The second one would be to engage actual polluting industries and the government as well. So that's, that's you know, engage polluting industries and then, you know, engaging the government would be the third one. Um, but everything is around basically having conversations because engaging polluting industries is, you know, is as good as participating in conferences like this because they are going to be there, most of them, and finding people that might be able to make decisions in these places or finding people that have links and connections to the people that could actually make decisions and say, hey, this might be something to consider. What if you stop greenwashing and start you know, doing this, right? And as far as, you know, engaging the government goes as well, of which they are going to be there, which is, I mean, one of the persons I'm most most excited to meet there is the Minister for Education and going to her and say, hey, like, we we have a problem and you actually have a level of power to, you know, to start a change, to make a contribution to the problem getting solved. So, I think my most powerful tool would be the conversation. And that's for a single reason. And there's a lot of things that I, I do on a personal level, which is like, hey, don't do plastics, don't travel too much. And it's, it's like a lot of that. But like Seth said in his podcast with Rich Roll, there is more need for systemic change um, than personal change. And that's because we're having this problem at this scale right now. So having the conversations that are able to power systemic change is um, what I would say my, is my greatest tool. The other thing would be the people to look out for. Um, and, I, and I learned this from Seth Godin. And I mean, again, on the same podcast with, with Rich Roll and... He talked about certain people that amplify our differences and like they are the people to watch out for, right? As much as we're watching out for, you know, and trying to get people to have conversations about climate change, there are certain class of people that make a profit from amplifying what makes us different. And so that changes the focus from solving the problem to trying to solve our differences before we solve the problem. And it doesn't matter if you're white or black or brown or pink or, you know, whatever color. It doesn't matter if you're like, we actually have a problem and it's our problem. And we don't have to settle our differences before we try to solve the problem. 
because we would always be different. We would always be different. And I don't know if there's anything that history has taught us is that we actually would always be different. Someone is going to like something someone else is not going to like. But if there are things, and which there are, like climate change, that actually bring us all together, that matter to every single one of us, it's actually unimportant to try to solve our differences before we solve the climate change problem, right? We don't have to solve opinions about the climate change problem. We have to solve the climate change problem. And I think that it's important that we know when we engage in those kinds of arguments and move us forward, that the people that make a profit from amplifying those arguments are standing in the corner and then they're clapping for us for arguing. Um, it's important that we pay attention to what matters most. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.